Welcome to the Anime Research Society podcast, episode number nine, brought to you by CG Magazine and the Pixels Inc. podcast. Our mission, to explore the depths of anime, the good, the bad, and the absolutely insane. We'll take a look at some of the best and the worst of the season, and come up with some of our own recommendations to lead you on your own research journey. I'm your host, Lisa Mior, and joining me today are our panel of experts. We have Cole Watson. Hashtag found your ditties, you having no traction. I'm disappointed in our viewers. So you haven't found your ditty? I haven't found my ditty and no one's given me a ditty. Disappointed. Did you just want somebody to donate? Yeah. Did you just want a ditty? I want money. (laughs) (laughs) I'll set up a GoFundMe for it. This is is not that kind of podcast. I'll I'll, I'll rep my own stuff. The man can definitely dream. (laughs) Speaking of dreamers... We have Preston Doza. Hey, I wouldn't characterize myself as that. I don't know. <laughs> you could be a dreamer. You could be a dreamer, a lover. Uh... My dreams are filled with nightmares, Lisa. <laughs> I don't know. After An watching the anime pit. this week, my dreams are completely <laughs> taken over by nightmares. I would like to put on record that I am the most disappointed of all of you, but we'll get to that in a minute. So I'm sorry I broke your heart, Preston. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And we also have Remington Joseph. Hi, Hi Remington. It's me. Hi. <laughs> A normal person. I'm the normal one here this week. It's great. I think you were the normal one last week, too. Yeah. I'm just normal. Get some quirks, man. You're too bland. Thank you. Remington needs some quirks. Quirks, no. The quirks lead to bad anime. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Are you guys ready for this steaming hot trash pile of hopefulness? And dash dreams. I don't think there's any hope for Yeah, there was never any hope for me. Guys, I like to be optimistic about things, but I was not once I turned them on. I'm really upset. What did you recommend we watch this week? All right, so today we're going to be watching. We uh, watched the first three episodes of a couple anime that came out this season. I swear I had big hopes for both of them. So the first one we're going to talk about is Kakuryu Bed and Breakfast Spirits. Guys. I really wanted this to be Kami-sama Kiss. It was more like Kami-sama Miss. Oh! oh! It was really bad. Um, yeah. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad, guys. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's really bad. I'm, I'm a big fan of, like, yokai anime and, like, the spirit world and stuff like that. But this, I've never, I've never seen something that was... Just, built up this bar and then just like no so when i saw the cover you mean there was I thought, a bar hey this is gonna be a nice little slice of life series right and then within two minutes of watching i said oh it's one of these yeah yeah it it's is. not a slice i have a confession to make before we delve deep into the episodes i actually watched five episodes of it oh, instead of three okay i actually kept going too just because now i'm just punishing myself i watched five <laughs> and i began to hate the show even more than what i originally <laughs> did like because when i originally watched it, i was like oh this is just bad and then i got to episode four and five and i was like wow is this show bad it just does not get better 
No. You guys have a far, like, stronger threshold than I do. I could not get through. I barely got through the second episode. No, man, I just... I, I, I'm good at punishing myself when it comes to, like, I, I hope. Uh, I, I'm like, I'm like there's gotta be some redeeming quality of this. There was none. None whatsoever. I don't like any of the characters. <laughs> the voice actors were okay. Meh. Uh, eh. No. I gotta find something, man. But there was literally nothing. Okay, so let's just jump into it. I'm just gonna give a full summary of the first three episodes. We don't have to go into episode per episode. I nope. think we should just I honestly couldn't this do one. it if I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot there. Guys, I have to go back to my notes because I don't remember anything from this anime other than there was some girl and she gets sucked into a spirit world yep. because she's supposed to be the bride of an ogre king who owns this lovely little hotel. That's the whole first episode. That's it. it. That's literally That's it. That's amazing. Oh, it. yeah. oh, it's because her grandpa is uh, yeah. really much bad at gambling and it's like, Hey, so I just like sold my daughter away, like granddaughter away to marriage, and she just resigns herself to that so quickly. Like grandpa, yeah, oh, oh grandpa. grandpa. <laughs> but there's already like something that like like uh, struck out to me was that when he died, he left like a big sum of money because she says that hey, I can live like for like daily off of this. I'll get by. Yeah. It's like, why don't you just use that to pay off because the it debt? Wasn't enough. It was nowhere near enough. At her. least make a down the, payment. No, <laughs> no, 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 that no. was like a million bajillion. Like, you cannot. No, 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 the amount was not a million bajillion. It was, it was an easily attainable amount, from no, what I understand. She looked at Look, when I'll, he said the price, she was like, I can't pay that ever. And then she said she'll work it off. And for Look, some reason, that wasn't acceptable. The exchange okay. rate between the spirit world and the human world is very, very, very poor. High. Like, it's exceptionally poor. No, it's just very typical of a light novel writer. There's so yeah. many inconsistencies. Is this based and just... off of a night light novel? Yep. Oh, I would yeah. assume so. Oh, oh, it's very it it dips its novel. hands in so many pots, and you pull nothing out. Yeah. Guys, it's... Uh, man, this has been my biggest disappointment since we started this podcast. Um, I really? went to bed crying quite a few times. <laughs> You had your hopes that high? Yeah, I did, actually. I mean, we did I got, watch Death I, March and Record of Grand Quest Wars. So. Yeah, but I knew those both sucked. So. <laughs> but, no, guys, I just, I, I, I couldn't. Anyway, so let's get started. So we focus around our main character, whose name is Aoi Tsubaki. Um, and so she's been able to see a certain type of spirit called uh, Ayakashi since she was a child. Basically, there's like yokai and, yeah. and all of those kind of, uh, and like the, the spirit realm gods and stuff like that. Um, because of this gift... Spoiler, her mom left her to die by herself. <laughs> and we find out that uh, her grandfather took her in because he could also do the same thing. And he eventually passed away. So we, this is this is uh, takes place years after years later, just after her grandfather just died. And we learn she's basically normal, but she can see these creatures and she's pretty nice to them. And she feeds them. That's not like an emphasis on the fact that she feeds them, even though this is kind of the point of the anime. But she just gives them like... Yeah. things that they enjoy eating. She just, like, drops yeah. a sandwich on the ground. <laughs> so like, anyway, we go. yeah, she's, she feeds this one little uh, uh, cute little kappa, kappa yeah. and gives him a little cucumber because apparently kappas like cucumbers. Yeah. I had a pet turtle once, guys. They don't care for cucumbers. They'll eat anything that's put in front of their face, but that's kappas do not. Kappas <laughs> do not. So anyway, one day she was walking home from school. Uh, she's in university at this point, and she encounters this really hungry Ayakashi, um, and she, he, you know, in, in order to save herself from being eaten by this thing, she gives him her bento. And, uh, when she comes back, uh, she re he returned the bento for her and she took it back to, and she took it back and opens it up and it turns out it's a trap and it takes her to the spirit realm. 
and she finds out that she uh, the person the, the Ayakashi that she helped was actually the ogre king who's in charge of this um, hotel yeah. I guess um, and so he kidnaps her and tells her that her grandfather had told uh, had promised him to her uh, as a to be his wife and she has to marry him uh, or uh, because uh, his grandfather once ran up a tab her grandfather once ran up a tab of over a hundred million yen. And uh, that she was his collateral. She refuses, obviously. And uh, she says, I'm going to go work off my debt. And he's like, do it if you want. I doubt you can. Ha, ha, ha. And uh, so <laughs> she tries to help him out. She tries to go find a job. Everyone turns down because, first off, they're all, like, jealous that she gets to be his bride. And second off, they don't really care for humans. And third off, they don't actually really like her grandfather because apparently he was like this rapscallion that caused all sorts of trouble as he bounced between the human world and the the world of the Ayukashi. What um, a rebel. He was a little hooligan. Um, and so uh, she's kind of dis, you know, disillusioned and has no idea what she's going to do at this point. She's like, I'm going to have to marry an ogre. And oh, woe is me, this handsome ogre dude I have to marry. Um, she befriends one of the uh, the servants of the Ogre King, uh, Ginji, who's a nine-tailed fox, and takes a shine to her. Surprise, surprise! He probably is going to fall in love with her by the end of the yeah. season because we kind of get the get the gist of what's going on. And he brings her food, and he's like, "I'll help you find a job." They, she one day she's go, she goes for a walk, and she notices this hallway with all sorts of glowing arrows, and she follows it out the path. Even though it looks, she remarks that it looks extraordinarily dangerous, but she decides to go for it anyway. And she encounters uh, Ginji in this rundown restaurant um, and she cooks for him. And that's it. That's the first episode. All right. So going into the second episode, pretty much nothing happens. She notices that there, she witnesses a fight that breaks out in the hotel um, and it's between the hotel staff and this Tengu lord that we don't know at the time but of course he is um she takes him in takes care of him after the fight gives him food and he loves her food and he puts his you know support behind her and with that the ogre king decides that she's allowed to have this restaurant as her own and she decides to open a restaurant yay even said. gives her a fancy tengu fan right whoa. whoa finally we go into the third episode and uh she starts uh she she reminisces about the fact that this one point um some ayakashi saved her as a child because as she was abandoned from her mother she was about to starve to death and this ayakashi comes and gives her a rice ball but she couldn't place it even though you know it's really heavily hinted that it's probably genji <laughs> and they kind of beat you over the head with this but she can't figure it out anyway um so uh she goes on a trip to the central city i with the ogre king who is now all of a sudden okay with her, even though he was showing a lot of animosity after she rejected him. It yeah. just it just comes out of nowhere, but whatever. We'll just keep going. Um, so uh, she goes to a, see a geisha and, um, who happened to know her grandfather. Um, she gets, and so after they're leaving, after they leave the uh, geisha bar, they bar? 
bar? Yeah. I guess it's a bar. It, they kind of made it very much like a bar slash restaurant. So um, Every place kind of seems like a restaurant in yeah, the series. <laughs> every place also looks very much the same. So, you, listeners, you're going to have to excuse me that even with my notes, I'm having a really hard time remembering <laughs> this anime. Um, anyway, so she ends up getting separated and uh, finds out that someone has been following her and it turns out it's the young mistress of the hotel who has a mad crush on the Ogre King. She ends up saving the mistress from somebody who was after her by waving her Tengu fan. And uh, they also rescue the Geisha because she was <laughs> in trouble. Not? Somebody, another rival clan wanted to marry her, but she happens to be the sister of the head housekeeper and desk manager at the hotel so they get on on his, uh the ogre king's magical flying ship and save her and that's pretty much the end of the episode um that's about it God. oh she also becomes friends with this person of the, course uh, she becomes friends she, with everyone she becomes friends with the geisha she becomes <laughs> friends with the uh mistress of the house who hated her yep. and suddenly yep. you saved my life and now we're best friends um and that's it guys it's a lot and nothing happened in three episodes. I would say that these characters lack depth, but I feel like that's insulting shallow pools and puddles that you find on the <laughs> sidewalk. Like, these people... There's one sequence that I very much remember from this. Okay. Like, because of how bad it is. It's in episode two. It's where she's confronting the old Tengu Lord. Yeah. And it is a five, six... I think it's longer than that in the last scene, but it felt like it went on for ages of where they're just talking. It's like, oh, tell me about Grandpa. And it's shot, reverse shot, shot, yeah. reverse shot, still image, flashback. And half the her dialogue is like, my Grandpa did that? That sounds like Grandpa. Can we, can we go into the Grandpa? Because every time she has a flashback with this Grandpa, it's always in the kitchen. It's always the same recycled footage. No, it's either that or the one where he's actually oh, in. Somewhere. No, or where he's in um, the spirit world. And it's just him, like, walking down the street, like, <laughs> yeah, so I'd have no care in the world. I think with the series is, by the series standards, the old grandpa guy would have been a far more interesting character than the actual main character. Yeah, I don't care about her. Because she... even he's like, oh, man, he gambles, he drinks, he saves Ay- Ayakashi and, like, does all this stuff. He has a what personality? She yeah. yeah, she, she cooks. She cooks. That's her big claim to fame. We don't actually see much of her food. And she doesn't open oh, yeah. the restaurant. No. She what? talks about, like, yeah. first episode, oh, I'm going to open the deli yes. or whatever. And... Yeah, and then three episodes later... We finally have, uh, maybe she'll open this restaurant. Yeah. I guess. Um, I mean, I watched a little bit ahead. I think it, she does eventually open this restaurant. Good for her. Yeah. It takes like six or something episodes no. for it to actually take off. Yeah, the pacing on the show is not exactly a strong suit. And oh, the an- it doesn't surprised. help that the animation is probably some of like, I swear there was it's one so scene. Salty. No, wow. so guys. Stiff. There yeah. was one, I swear there was one scene where one character literally slides from like <laughs> beh- on the floor to behind a desk. And it's just, it's just so bad. And definitely do not watch this in with the English dub because it's okay, at least. With the uh, like the Japanese voice acting, yeah. they're not they're not bad. I mean, it's no, not the they're worst. Just typical. But they're, they're typical. They're there. They're average. Yeah. They can't do much with the dialogue. The dialogue's not great. Yeah. So I mean, I don't blame the actors on this one. But like the English version is so much worse because there's basically nothing to the dialogue but like nuance. So 
they say like they summarize what they're saying in like two <laughs> sentences and the mouths are still going oh. and it so they have to speak really slowly which is adding to the like the dragginess of these episodes yeah um the series is kind of like the japanese equivalent to like twilight no, 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 Twilight's no. better than this. Yeah, I mean, I no, I would never say that Twilight's worse than this. Twilight has a coherent story that works. <laughs> now that we know where you're, a wonderful love story. <laughs> yeah, it's the best love story ever. <laughs> oh, oh my but it just doesn't know what it wants to be. Is is the thing that I identify with? Right. Yeah, because like the the episode that I think really pisses me off the most is three, because she goes to this capital city. And you could have done so much with that. You could have, like, said, okay, I'm looking for suppliers for the shop. You know, I want the freshest ingredients. I want to create, like, a really original dish. Nope. But even but I'd make that, like, a cooking series. That's not what the show is. But it has like, those elements. We see, we see three settings. We see... Okay, four if you count the first episode when she's in the real the mortal realm. But yeah, we we're never even, going back there. We do, we do, but we see it in the same place. She's right in front of the temple. Uh, <laughs> that's so the only see, part they wanted to draw. Yeah, so we see, we see the like two shots of the classroom. We see like one shot in front of the temple, and then when she's in the spirit realm, we see her in a room. We see her in the actual restaurant, and then we see her like. Back in the room, like oh, in the city, the city—that's the other setting. Like, there's there's nothing to this. It doesn't know. Does it want to be a food anime? Does yeah. it want to be a romance? I guess it it it's playing the romance card pretty heavy, but it's also trying to do the food anime, but not showing any real shots of food, and it doesn't look appetizing when you see it. Hey, throw in some action with that Tengu fan. Hey, that's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty nice. There were there there were fights that were like so coming out of nowhere. I don't even, guys. I don't. <laughs> yeah, my brain just kind of shut off with this. Yeah, series. you know, you never got so. to see any of the fight scenes that are in like later episodes, and mm-hmm. those are just painfully. <laughs> oh man, I don't want to call them stilted. Like that's stilted looks better than this. <laughs> it doesn't even matter because every fight scene has like has absolutely no urgency to it. There's no consequence. Yeah. There's no consequence. There's well, there's it's not no... an action series. Why there does it no have states? to have action? Like, but like, no, there's but... no consequence for anything in this show. The she series her... falls under no genre, so <laughs> this, nothing happens. This this tango this tango fan becomes like the ex machina to literally everything that happens. So it's just like, where is? What's, where, I want to look back at episode 10 when they're like, oh, but no one's coming to my restaurant. What do I do? And then the fan turns out to have all the spices to KFC yeah. original chicken. <laughs> and then she opens up a KFC branch in, like, the spirit world. That's what I'm half expecting. The dew from this leaf makes wicked sushi rice. Yeah. It's, um... Guys, I, I got nothing else to say about this. It's yeah. just, it's, it's really bad. It's, I really wanted it to be so. Don't watch <laughs> this, please. Listeners, do not watch this. Whatever you do. This is don't. Preston exclusive. Yep. <laughs> what, Preston's what if, passionately against this. Okay. What would have saved this? Uh, what would it take to save wow. this? I think there are too many things to list. Yeah, the, the problem is there are so many like messed up areas. But it, I think if they focused on one specific area like if you focused on the romance or focused on the cooking or focused on even the action something no don't focus on the action i mean don't don't, like they shouldn't but if they tried to do like oh we're gonna make it this kind of series it would have been like oh a bad (laughs) like it's bad within this genre but it's still there now it's like 
bad across all the boards, which is not the way to make anything. Well, the thing is, I mean, I, I guess, okay, in the light novel, I'm, I am I haven't read the light novel, but I'm assuming that they would take time with some of the character development, because I feel like this is supposed to be something where you're really developing the relationship she has between all the characters and yeah. her growth and, and their, ex, like, their, how she becomes accepted in their eyes. But she has I no dimension. Help if she, yeah, I, yeah, I think that helped no, if she was a character. Yeah, she has She's no not dimension a at all. So doesn't matter. Um, like, I don't really even care about this relationship with Genji. I yeah. mean, it, they, they, like, put it so in your face right off the bat that this is the, the, the one you're supposed to... The, yeah, the I, figured this supposed was, to I figured this was supposed to be a reverse harem series. Yeah. And if that's the case, just focus on all the guys and that's it. Just yeah. give them characters or whatever. Yep. But it's not that. <laughs> it's not a reverse harem. Like it Everyone is be. just a slate with two bullet points to yeah. their character. And they're all there, like it's it's always just there to kind of serve how she progresses. Yeah, like yeah. It, and and she doesn't even grow with it. She doesn't want to progress. No, she's progressing, <laughs> but her character isn't. I didn't. <laughs> let me just say, she's I just moving along the pages. Yeah, yeah. She, she's sliding. <laughs> yeah, just like the animation. Just like the animation, just oh. floating. I expected a lot better from Gonzo, guys. I really did. Yeah. Like I can't believe that this is a Gonzo anime. <laughs> I just I don't even know. It's what to Gonzo say. 2018. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. New Year, New Gonzo. New Year, New Gonzo. <laughs> it's a trash fire. Yeah. Anyway, I've had enough of that. Don't watch it. Yeah. Uh, I, I, no, I'm over it. However, although I know you have other thoughts, uh, Remington, I don't care. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'll just stay quiet for the next half hour. So no. the next anime I made you guys watch was Magical Girl Ori. The one where we all looked at the catalog and said, nah. <laughs> and that's why I picked it, because I'm like, this is not going to be great, but it's going to be entertaining. So wait, to be was, fair, wait, to be fair, I don't think that this is all that bad. I don't hold, hate hold this up. series. Yeah. Hold up, though. I don't hate it either, but you just said that's like, you didn't think this would be good. So this applies to the two anime that we watched this week. You so thought you that Abomination we See? just watched would be the good one? Yep. Unlike you guys, oh. I don't announce when I'm going to make you guys watch something I think is going to be awful. <laughs> However, that being said, so, I kind of so just go did in that before knowing. we did podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want you guys going in with like ready, not not like with the walls up. I want you to go up with high expectations because it's so much more satisfying when they get dashed. Well, I mean, we didn't go in with high expectations for these ones. No. I went in with the lowest of expectations. I so, higher than so if I told you what it was about. This one actually ended up higher than it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. broke the average. Yeah, because I expected complete garbage, and I only got, like, a piece of litter. I think... <laughs> <laughs> That's a great comparison. <laughs> oh, it's man. Just, it's, it's not... Okay, I, I have to admit, I, like, I wasn't expecting much from this one. I just yeah. thought it'd be, like, a few, like... Okay, it's entertaining, and then I'm not gonna watch it after the anime, yeah. after the podcast, and I probably will. I'm not gonna lie; I'm gonna probably keep going on this one. Um, yeah, I, I won't, but I can understand if you do. <laughs> I just I want to see what's we're, what's like. What are the things they're gonna play with on yeah. this one? So, um, I guess I can get into this one. Uh, so, all right. So, Saki Ono is a high school idol and is part of an idol duo called the Magical Twin. And although she's not a very, po they're not in a very popular group, and it's understandably so because uh, Saki can't sing, and that's kind of the running gag throughout the whole thing. Bless her little heart. And uh, she and her partner Sakuyo Mikagi practice and perform regularly at very empty small events. Uh, we also find out that Saki is madly in love, meaning absolutely obsessed, and 
over this person she would do anything for with Sakuyo's brother, Majuro Mikage, who just happens to be part of the male idol group star. One day, on our way home, after a particularly bad performance, Saki encounters a very rough character outside her door, uh, kind of like a Yakuza-ish kind of guy. He insists on inviting himself in. Uh, a confused confrontation ensues, only to be interrupted by the return of her mother from the grocery store. Turns out that the rough dude is actually a close friend of her mother's, and he reveals to Saki that her mother is actually a magical girl in charge of protecting the peace of the area. And rough Yakuza dude is her cute and cuddly sidekick, Kokoro-chan. Saki's mother relents that due to back problems, she needs to stop being a magical girl, and she and Kokoro-chan ask Saki to do it. Saki is freaked out and says no, and then suddenly, a big problem in the city arises. Having no choice, Kokoro-chan takes Saki to the area, and they discover that adorable teddy bear-like creatures have overcome Mihoro. Uh, uh, sorry, mi- mi- I said the name wrong. I said that name. Yeah, Mihoro. Um, the, the brother, basically. Yeah, you got it. The brother guy. Uh, the cute creatures turn into giant uh, built dudes with mascot he- bear heads and start attacking Mihiro. Saki, desperate to help Mihiro, asks Kokoro-chan what she can do. He tells her that if she declares her na- uh, the name of her love, she will unlock powers of the, ma- the of magical girl that is trapped inside of her. She cries out, Mihiro! And goes through a magical girl transformation sequence, which results in her turning into a total muscle-bound dude in a magical girl costume. A trope I'm kind of over with in anime because they need to kind of catch up with the times, but let's move on. What, the transformation sequences? No, I meant the... No, the the turning into the joke is she's a dude. Because we saw that last season with um, Super... What was the name? Super Magical Girl Squad or something like that. Cutie, cute magical... Yeah, Yeah, cute magic squad or something like that. And I watched about two episodes of that one and was over it too. Anyway... She uses her newfound pom- pom- powers to pummel the dragon bear, the demon bears into a bloody pulp. Like, it gets really gory. Yeah. Uh, yeah. With her fists yeah. and assortment of magical weapons that are a gun, a grenade. And <laughs> finally, she gets a magical girl rod, which she uses to, like, pummel the yeah. guy to death. It's kind of awesome, actually. Um, she saves Miharu, who seems extremely awestruck and possibly falling in love with Ori in Saki and magical form. However, she returns home and discovers that uh, Mihar- uh, Miharu and their man. Uh, sorry. Majiro and their ma- manager, who happens to be magical girl fan, who also happens to be a magical girl fanboy, uh, and uh, they saw everything that happened, and so they decide to spoil her on her journey. The next day, Saki decides that she will tell Miharu how she real feel really feels, but she's interrupted by his partner and other half star, uh, Hiyoe. Later, Miharu is kidnapped once again by demons, and so he becomes the princess of the 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 um, yeah. the anime. Um, I feel like this is a thing that's going to happen every single episode. Probably. Probably. Why would you think that? Uh, I don't know, guys. Um, It's almost like this has one joke. It it has more than one joke, guys. Oh, really? She's a bad singer. (laughs) Wow, two. (laughs) Oh, God. It had multiple jokes, and then it lost all of them for one. (laughs) So Saki goes to save him, and despite having saved him from the mascot bodybuilders, another giant tentacle monster mascot thing shows up. And has Ori on the ropes. When it's when it seems like all hope is lost, uh, Sakoyo shows up and tries to save Ori. Uh, Kokoro tells Sako- uh, Sakio to declare her love, and she shouts out Saki and transforms into another hulked-out dude in magical girl attire and goes on to save Saki Ori. The last episode that we watched was episode number three, where we get a flashback where Sakio falls in love with Saki. As a child, Saki fell in love with uh, Mihiro's singing voice, and so in an effort to win back Saki's attention, Sakio, uh, uh, Saki's 
best friend, yeah. started to sing. Saki was in awe of her friend's talent, and she suggested that they sing together. So they did. And one day, Sakio tells Saki of a place where they can go get some great reverb and practice. But on their way home, they fall off a cliff and are stranded in the middle of a dark forest. Despite the fear Sakio felt, Saki kept smiling. And even though a even through a sprained ankle and stepped up to try to save Sakio when danger from the dangers of for the forest, finally Mihiro shows up and sa finds them and saves them. And this is the turning point where Saki falls in love with Mihiro and Sakio falls in love with Saki. So then we go back to the fight and Sakio defeats the tentacle monster and tells Saki that she loves her whatever she form she takes. And when Saki is in danger, she becomes stronger. The manager shows up out of nowhere and tells him he will rebrand the idol group and brand them as magical girl I the, as a magical girl idol group. Uh, which, in a new scene, enrages the mysterious masked man, uh, who is probably, you know, uh, Hoye. Wow. Hoye. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, there was a lot to say. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, so I liked this show for the first episode. And, yeah. Yeah. And that was it. Sorry, but it, it feel, you know what it feels like with this anime? It feels like. They they wanted to make a magical girl parody. And oh they were yeah, just like yeah, this is good. Yeah. But they didn't have the confidence in their own sense of humor. So they're like, what if we make her turn into a guy? And that that joke just like got them all the little, little bit of attention that they needed. Yeah, I, I feel if I could compare this anime to 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 another one that I'm that I know, it would be Bo 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 Bo. I, I think I got it right. <laughs> it's a lot of bows. But uh, it's the same kind of humor where it's, it's constantly a parody series. Yeah. But the difference with Boba Bo compared to Ori is that Boba Bo doesn't care. It'll it'll make fun of everything, and it it breaks every wall. I actually think Ori's a little reserved, yeah. but I'm still losing brain cells by the episode with both of these. I, okay, here, here's my thinking, all right? I think that they started off wanting this to be a magical girl anime spoof, like you thought, yeah. and then didn't have their confidence, so they're like, let's just spoof everything. Like, let's do the reverse harem spoof. Let's do an idol group spoof. But they abandoned their jokes too quickly. Yeah. So it's it's like, all right, so we're stuck with the one that you guys found the funniest, which is the really tired, oh, look, the, guy the girl turns into a guy. Ha, 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 ha. It's not funny in 2018, but yeah. regardless, like, let's... Like, and it's just, I don't know, guys, it, there's, there's some moments that are just like, okay, I see where you were trying to do with this and it's kind of salvageable, but, um, I, I, I want to see like, if they decide to pick up, like, I mean, it's the first three episodes, yeah. so I'm trying to see if they're going to pick up with like really going all the way with spoofs. Like and really spoof everything and, and but like from what we've seen so far, it doesn't don't. look like yeah, they're doing no. that. They're not I will say for me, there's one joke that I actually like, which is Kokoro Chan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like being like an aged like forty something yakuza <laughs> and like the magical girl mascot. And he has like, like the typical slogan. Like, I'm cute. I see. Here's the thing. I would love that so much more if I haven't seen that one before. They the only joke that works is one they've taken for other like yeah. another anime. And but I, I I have you guys know my soft spot for like yakuza with a heart of gold kind of thing. So yeah. I'm kind of I'm, I'm in. I was his into his character heart for crying out. Yeah. <laughs> like I thought that was funny, and I thought her being a unloved idol. I thought that was funny. I was like yeah, because the idol like animates like whole genre is just. 
everything. Oh, I'm popular. I'm becoming popular and stuff like that. And this one, it's just she's failing. No, but it's <laughs> it's justifiable failing. See, yeah. like you expect, like you do see whenever you see like a, a an idol anime or any any anime where the girl has to sing, she always has a wonderful voice. Yeah. And she just like even with like hard work and practice, she never gets better. Yeah. She like it's um and it's they play that up and it's great and I want to see more of that. Yeah, that like, part was funny. If you take out the magic. The actual, like, magical girl transformation stuff. I'd be yeah. fine with it. Yeah. If, if we got rid of, like, Ori yeah. himself. Get rid of the Ori or... just leave magical girl. Get rid of the titular hero. <laughs> <laughs> what would have been great is, like, every, every time she transforms, she transforms into, like, a different stereotype of, like, the magical girl, yeah. like, interpretation. Mm. That would have been a little more entertaining yeah. because at least it would have kept it a little bit fresh. Yeah, because yeah. even her weapons and stuff, I thought that stuff was funny. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. The brutal, like, fight scenes. Yeah. Like, just, like, uh, she pull, <laughs> she gets the, like, wand and she just starts beating them with yeah. the Yeah, because she's like, what, what, what's my spells? It has no spells. Just pummel them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's... and even the, even the lifelessness of the guy, when yeah. he's like getting kidnapped. He's just like, oh no, <laughs> and he's just like looking <laughs> up at the sky. I think he's my favorite character because he is like, the, like might okay, as well so... be a mannequin. Well, yeah. that's the thing. That's he's why supposed he's to be, yeah. and they really actually go for it, yeah. and it's great. They even like there's like when he's like every time he's captured, he has this. It's not just the blank stare. Yeah, it's like the just circle eyes. Yeah. Nothing's going on with his face. Um, and I like that, 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 I, that face always makes me laugh anyway. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's his, what's his name? The, uh, the electric guy from, uh, my hero academia, whenever he uses, whenever he uses his power, <laughs> that's yeah. the face. Thank you. Whenever he does yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of, I guess I'll try to see I where it goes. I just didn't like but... it. It just wasn't as awfully bad as yeah. the yeah. in. Yeah. Like this yeah. at least had like somewhat okay like characters and plot and like animation and literally everything yeah. i could see enjoying this when i was younger yeah, i was gonna say if i was in middle school even that magical girl transformation joke wouldn't have bothered me i would yeah. have probably laughed at that too and i've been like oh it's a good series it's funny but now i'm like oh that's i've already oh. had all of this before yeah, basically. Yeah. Seen that before. you're just not doing anything original with what you're given exactly mm-hmm. um I guess they're trying to make that joke fresh, but it's it's not. It was it's yeah. not funny now. It wasn't funny then, and uh, that's it for me yeah. on that. So yeah, um, I don't know. I I I had I was I was hoping it was gonna take the spoof thing further, but it totally didn't. So I don't know. I Still might... get your fist of the North Star references. Yeah. 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 I don't the know. little things. Guys, I just really miss XL Saga. That's really all it is. In short, <laughs> XL want... Saga should come back. Yeah, just, just XL. Can I just watch XL Saga? You and can. Just... There we go. Hey, this is now an XL Saga <laughs> podcast. podcast. We're going to go through all of the first three episodes of XL Saga yeah. every week. <laughs> every week, the same first three yeah. episodes. That's going to be my recommendation from now on. XL Saga. It's a great anime. Uh, hey. 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 Are you going to keep watching it? No. Out of the no. two, I think I can watch Ori, yeah. but yeah. I'm, there's I'm too much other good that. shows there on yeah. it. Exactly. Like, I, I said I was going to when I recommended this one. I'm like, I'm going to just go for it and just watch the whole thing. I've already abandoned it. <laughs> <laughs> I abandoned it like ages ago, waiting there for like more. There are other anime yeah. than these. <laughs> there are way yeah. better anime, but we're going to talk about some good ones next week because... Uh, I already know what's up ahead, because it's Cole's week. It's my week. And you don't hate us as much as all of us do. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs>
I want to help my friends. I want us to have a good time on the podcast. So what are we watching next week, Carl? Uh, we're watching Hina Matsuri, and we're watching uh, Watakoi, Love is Hard for Otaku. Two I... comedy series that I think do a much better job than Ori. <laughs> I am very excited for those ones. I am very excited yeah, as well. Too. Yeah, Cool. There's something good on the horizon, guys. <laughs> There's hope. Good. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. There's hope. Yeah, that's it. Um, cool. All right. So it's time for some recommendations. All right. Uh, Remington, what do you have for us this week? This week I'm recommending Gaiking, The Legend of Daiki Maru. Hmm. Ooh, a brave robot series. Yeah. So this uh, is a it, it's a super robot stuff. Okay. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um. So it follows Daya Suwabuki, who is uh he went on a fishing trip with his dad, and when he was a little kid, a giant monster attacked and just killed his father. And before he died, he was saved by a mysterious crew, and uh, so he waits just like hoping to see that monster again, so he can get revenge for his father. And uh, eventually when he does, he meets the same crew, and it turns out that they're the crew of the Daiki Mario, which is this giant dragon mech that they pilot. Like, it's like under under the earth, there's a separate world that they come from, and they just come up to fight these monsters. And he ends up joining the crew and piloting the robot known as Gaiking. And uh, so, yeah, they go under the earth to take on where, like, the source of these monsters are coming from. It is a classic series. It's based off of an original um, Guy King, which it has like the same name, but it's a completely different story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I like about this, one, it just has that same energy of stuff like Mazinger and just a lot of classic robot series. Yeah, your robot is fueled by courage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what I really liked about this and what it really made it stand out for me was when I was watching it, my dad just happened to see it and he's like, oh, Guy King. And he knew about everything that was going on. And I was like, how do you know this robot? And it turned out he watched the original series. So, yeah, so when the dragon transforms and everything, he's like, oh, yeah, it's the same thing. And then he knew the special attacks. And because of that, I just felt like, wow, this this show has, like, aged a gap. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And it just, it has that same energy to it. And there aren't too many series I know that really do that as well without just being a straight-up remake. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's why Guy King means a lot to me. Aww. That's awesome. That's the most touching story we've had <laughs> on here. That's really cute. Oh, no, my Garzy's wing story was pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs> you dubbed it. It was really funny. <laughs> cool. Well, you got to top that, Cole. What do you recommend? Oh, I can't top Guy King and, and, and Remington's special thing. It's just... I, I watched Batman Ninja, okay? <laughs> Batman Ninja is about, hey, Batman's now a ninja. <laughs> In feudal Japan, it's great. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Basically, it's a, uh, well, uh, there's a situation in Gotham City, whoop-de-doo. Uh, Gorilla Grodd creates this machine, and it sends all of Gotham's biggest villains Joker, Harley Quinn, Gorilla Grodd himself, uh, Poison Ivy, Deathstroke, Penguin, and Two-Face, uh, all in a fuel Japan, and the Batman crew also joins in. The Bat family also joins in. Um, it is not anywhere near like a traditional Batman story. No, this, this, not at all. This just takes the characters and throws them into some anime bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think... Did Batman ever use... Oh, no, Batman probably used a katana. I was about to say, Batman never used a katana, but I was... <laughs> I, if, like, in saying that, I'm pretty sure there is an actual issue somewhere where Batman's like, 
try wielding katana. Yeah. Just going I mean, I know Damian <laughs> Wayne cool. used a katana. Yeah, but Damian Wayne don't traditionally use monkeys. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then it's just a... Like I said, it's just a really fun thing. They they really amp it up with the anime aesthetic. Uh, the big point that really kind of threw me off was uh, they, they the whole goal is to collect these power cells to repower the machine that Grodd built so that they can go back to Gotham. And what every villain's doing with it is, hey, with this technology, we can put in a castle and it'll come to life. Yeah. And so they It's a real anime. Yeah. yeah. So each villain now has this giant mech castle. <laughs> and of course, they got to combine. They got to have this super weapon inside them. And what's Batman's solution? I got an army of monkeys. I got an army of bats, and they can make a giant Batman. <laughs> and that's how he defeats them as well as uh you know, throwing in some of those uh, ninja techniques that we all know and love from our friend Naruto. <laughs> Kagebushin no Jutsu is everywhere in that final battle. Uh, but yeah, a lot of fun. I think everyone should check it out. It's not anywhere near like an instant classic or whatever, but it's a great popcorn flick yeah. that I think people should check I thought out. That was fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a really fun movie. Cool. I'm the only one here who hasn't watched that one yet, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. You should check it, it out. I should really check it out. <laughs> really That's check. why I was recommending. <laughs> <laughs> it's just for you, Lisa. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Preston, what do you have for us? Well, my recommendation this week is Kakaguri, which is a show on Netflix <laughs> that you can find on Netflix, at least here in Canada. Uh, that is about um, the Hyako Private Academy, which houses the children of wealthy and influential businessmen, politicians, figures in Japan. And... Um, Instead of, um, like, being like, oh, the grades are on top or the looks are on top, it's can you have the most money by gambling who is on top? And the result is a show that is basically uh, that is, uh, 12 episodes long, and it is essentially high school students gambling, which is illegal, I might add, <laughs> with millions upon millions of yen, and... Making the most insanely animated, over-the-top faces possible while doing it. And it's a show that is just... When I turned it on, I was like, this is oddly compelling. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I watching this? I'm watching it, and it's like... But it's just it's about a bunch of gambling addicts. That's it. And the one sane man who tries to stop them, but everyone keeps on gambling anyway... Despite it, and <laughs> you watched it for the faces. You just no seriously. Seriously, I started these, watching yeah. it for the faces yeah. of like oh, the close-up shots. Like every oh, shot like, is yeah. like a close-up of somebody's eye. It doing would be like, like, a like thing. Yeah. it'd be like oh everything's fine. Like you did your best. It's normal smiling. Then would zoom in. It's like you and inner thoughts of you fool and eyes twitching with veins starting yeah. to burst. But and, it's like, so beautifully grin. animated too. Yeah. Like it's so detailed and like holy, I mean they could afford it with like one shot of an but eye. Do you want but... what the only thing better than Kakaguri is? Kakaguri live action on Netflix. <laughs> is really that better. actually good? It is like, I was like, okay, how can they make this like as much as how can I make this like the anime, which is known for being over the top with like really intricate things? The faces are even more insane when you add live action actors to the mix. It's like it becomes even more over the top, even more melodramatic. And it's like, oh, my God, all the actors should get a raise for this. All the actors like this should be the main show, not the anime. Well, there is a second season of the anime coming out, which I'm very much looking forward to because I need to see more crazy gambling, even though part of me is like, 
Why does she have a gun? There should be any guns in Japan that she could have access to. <laughs> Why are they playing around with guns? It's highly illegal. Why do they have a soundproof room that they can play guns, <laughs> gun games in? I'm just really happy that you said that you mentioned that there is a second season coming out to that because I, I wanted to really like love the anime until like the last episode, and then I was just like, wow, this feels unfinished. Yeah, well, the original but, manga is still ongoing too, yeah. so yeah. But watch Kakagori. It's yeah. so insane. You have to see it. It's really great. It's it's you'll it's 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 one of those like what the hell am I watching kind of animes. So yes, good recommendations, guys. Great recommendations. Mine's the best. Um, oh great! <laughs> it's really good though. What's topping Garzy's wing, huh? What's topping Garzy's wing? Well, I'll tell you. What's oh, topping. a little bit of Yoko Kano action. Probably one of the best <laughs> soundtracks. Next to like I don't know, man. I think this is probably my top of all the anime soundtracks. Yeah. So um. This one, this the anime I'm going to recommend this week is Terror in Resonance or Zenku no Terror. If you guys have seen this oh, one, I know Cole, yeah, you've seen this one. I've seen this you one. Love this one. It's really good. It's um okay. So, uh, it's it's a very serious anime. So it's not like don't don't go into this expecting any kind of like ridiculousness. Like mm. it it takes its tone and it goes with it really seriously. Um, so, uh, es- essentially what's happening is Tokyo has been hit by a devastating terrorist attack. Uh, they don't know who did it. The only evidence is a very cryptic, cryptic video that was uploaded to the internet, um, and gets everyone kind of obsessed with what was going on. Uh, it turns out these terrorist masterminds in the video known as Sphinx are just a couple of teenage boys named nine and 12. And though they, it doesn't like, there's no actual evidence that they are existing as real people um their goal is to kind of wake up the world with a plan's destruction um throughout the series we do actually focus around one character of an extremely depressed girl named lisa and who gets involved with these two people by just pure chance and fate kind of thing um and we kind of follow them and they're uh, like they're philosophy on like how society should be we also uncover that there's like lots of dark secrets that i'm not going to unveil because it really honestly does take away from it if you know more stuff about this um but it's like a domino effect where you give one spoiler away and it's like oh but that connects to the next piece that then the next piece so it's it's kind of it's it's really honestly the but the thing that gets me the most i mean it's beautifully animated for one um it's got an incredible story uh that just it's it, stuff happens every single episode and there's so much to keep up. There's actual like rewatchability with this mm. whole thing. Um, but the soundtrack is unbelievable. It's, I think this is probably Yoko Kano's like best soundtrack. Just her, some of the solo tracks that are with it. Everything is so appropriate to the tone. Um, and so listenable on its own without having seen the anime to begin with. So, uh, yeah, uh, if you haven't checked out, uh, thank you, no terror or terror in resonance. Um, you absolutely need to. It's such a good watch. Yeah, I know of it. I've I think I've seen yeah, it, either the intro or the first episode. When you started talking out. about it, like I was like, oh yeah, this one. Like yeah. it's in the back of my mind somewhere. Yeah, if guys go through and watch it, it's uh, at first it's kind of like convoluted looking, it but it all makes sense. Mm. So it it does deliver. So okay. don't. It's not. It's not like I don't know. 
But you, you're about to insult yeah. something. I'm Insulted. I'm gonna be good. Just, just take <laughs> it out. What's your hot take this week? Grab the gun and just <laughs> put it out of its misery. <laughs> ben breakfast beers was terrible. Hot take. Hot take. Oh. That ain't hot. <laughs> That's actually pretty ice cold. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I'm not. But anyways, thank you, Doterra. Absolutely. You know what? Don't you don't even need you you do need to watch it, but listen to the soundtrack first. Mm. Honestly, listen to it without watching it and then watch it with the soundtrack. It's so good. So good. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Great. Watch it. We all recommended good things this week, so everyone yeah. should check all of these things out. Um and they were good. <laughs> <laughs> good recommendations are good. <laughs> what is this a fade anime now? Yeah. People die when they're killed. <laughs> Guess the archer class is made up of archers. <laughs> Just really obvious statements. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys. God damn it! You watched something again, didn't you? I did. Oh no. Great. Uh. Oh. Hey, yo, with your girl Lisa, no ease, was watching some sick stuff out there. She's going about to drop some knowledge, some hotness on us. Then let's see if these OGs are up to snuff. Yo, Lisa, hit us with that. Okay, this one's really great, guys. All right, so there's this shrine maiden. She's like this little kid. She's just training. She's not really good. And uh, she's like lives with a bear who I guess raises her Is she and a talks. Fox spirit? Hmm? Is she a fox spirit too? No, no, she's just a girl. She's okay. just a girl who's learning how to be a shrine maiden. She's never really left her, left her like mountain home. And then there's this bear who's basically her dad, and he just talks to her like normal. Okay. And this is totally cool because it's a bear that can talk. And I guess he's like the god of the, the thing. And um, so she wants to leave her shrine maiden life and become one, like go and live in the big city. But the bear is really afraid of her leaving that life because you're not smart enough to go into the big city. And it turns out she isn't because she does things like she doesn't understand what a cell phone is. She doesn't know how to actually go to town, even though there's like a car that could drive her. Um, so, like, or a road? <laughs> or a road. Like maybe walking no. down the road? <laughs> she, there was an episode where she tried to walk to town and it took her two days. Um, and the bear had to come and get her, but she loves the bear and they're best she friends. She was okay for two days. She was okay for two days. Um, living off grass. Yeah, living off grass. <laughs> but, uh, there's like a, a whole bunch of like rant, like her uncle comes in and is a friend of theirs, but doesn't live with her. So she's just basically on her own with this bear and it makes no sense. But, uh, it's cute and they love each other as like, you know, father daughter kind of relationship. And she never really grows as a character and comes to realize that she cannot possibly handle the big city, even though she really wants to go to school. But the bear helps her out and teaches her how to use the internet. The end. So it's Tekken. <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea what this is. I I'm hate not, this because I know of it. I'm yeah. not I, I have no idea what this is. I'm not angry about it because it's like that's sufficiently unique and also obscure enough that I have no idea what this is. Yeah. Well, uh, I know of it. I saw pictures for it all the time because it was a bear. It's the only anime that came out at the time that had a bear as one of the main characters. Well, it was part of uh um So the of end of it is the bear eats the girl, right? The bear like it's thirteen episodes long and at the end like the last Last minute, it's like I love you, Mr. Bear. Oh, I love you too, and then just snaps her Don't neck. Don't be friends with bears. Just snaps her <laughs> neck. The whole thing's just a PSA. Don't be friends with bears. <laughs> she does some pretty like mean stuff to this bear, and he still doesn't eat her, and I'm very surprised. But anyway, it was part of like last year's uh, Funimation series season, mm. um, and uh, I think it was the I think it was the spring season spring season of it. But it's called uh, Kuma Miko Girl Meets Bear. 
That's the most literal name. It's the most that's literally. literally that's <laughs> so literally literal. Bear maid. Girl Should've meets bear. <laughs> girl meets bear. That's it. Yeah, Should have said Tech and Kuma's Adventures. <laughs> then I would have got it. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, um, honestly, it was a lot better than it should have been. I watched it just because I thought it was ridiculous that there was just a bear. I thought it was going to be another one of those. If this was another bed and breakfast spirits experience, <laughs> I thought it was going to be something else. And turns out it was just this, like, I couldn't get past the first episode to begin with. And then I made myself watch it. And it turned out to be a really cute, endearing series. So that's a good, that's a recommendation. But it's a freaking really weird anime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I guess that's it, everybody. That's the end of another episode. So, yeah. <laughs> Good job, everyone. Good job all around. Pats on the back all around. <laughs> all right, so we'll be back next week with uh, Preston's pick or Cole's picks. Those Sorry, not picks. Preston's. I'm a little bit ahead. We're Cole's picks. Yeah, uh, those will be fun. I wish it were my picks. Yeah. He, well, I'm sorry. Not he, yet. he snatched those. I'm from always us last, quick. Lisa. I'm sorry. Preston. I never get picked first. I'll, I'll pick you first next time. Oh, you, you won't. No, I won't. <laughs> so we have a structured order, and you're not in that structured order. Sorry. So I'm sorry, Preston. Oh. I'm sorry. Watch but some yeah. Gun and Bill Divers. I'll cheer you up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, this is a sign on before we go away, but Cole, <laughs> like after our last, after recording our last episode, Cole spent like as we were walking to like as we were walking out, <laughs> yeah. he's just like, oh yeah, yeah so I watched Gundam like build divers. It's like, oh, how was it? And he just went into this ten minute rant <laughs> about how much he hated literally every single character, every single character, not caring about who passed by as we as, were as we were walking. I said some bad things, but that's okay. Like there were a lot of swear words. <laughs> were people crossing the street just to get away from you? Is that I don't know. Well, it's really hard to do considering there's like a no traffic yeah. lights for yeah. a yeah. very significant. The like, there, there were some very uncomfortable people behind you during that conversation. Oh, there were cars passing by that definitely would stop me like what the hell is this weird guy doing why is he telling everyone to eat ass <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i don't like build divers yeah, good so thing i watch it in a hospital where i can get attended to a nurse quite fast <laughs> oh my gosh and yet you watched it after hearing that press yeah, because it was a day later and a friend came over and we were passing the time before a tabletop game and i was like oh we should watch like he was like we should watch gundam and it's like have you watched build like, divers and he was like no he's like well i heard and i said well i heard it's great let's watch it. <laughs> is this you get your friends to do everything you're like this is great <laughs> rubbing your hands in case no one has realized yet i like inflicting punishment on people not in the sense of like, oh, I'm gonna punch this dude. It's like I'm gonna mentally torture you with some messed up shows but and you some watched it bad too. stuff. Is that not torturing yourself? Well, you got to know the quality of the material. <laughs> yeah, and it was pretty bad. At the end of it, I was like, oh, it can't be that bad. End of episode one, I'm like, oh my god, it was that bad. Wow. Wow. So yeah, my picks for two weeks from now are going to build divers episodes one through nine. <laughs> I'm kidding because I don't want to put anyone through that. Guys, we already had a bad week of anime. We no more. Yeah. No more. You guys picked. Is that episodes. a challenge? No. No. Is it gonna be this order of good anime, bad, bad anime. anime, good anime? Bad. Oh god, why? That was last season. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up before we, you know, hurl ourselves into a pit of despair with. Gundam Bill Divers. I'll be right there waiting. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyway, everyone, thanks for listening. And you can tune into CG Magazine, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast app to listen to the continuing adventures of the Anime Research Society, brought to you by CG Magazine and the Pixels and Ink podcast. Have a question or comment for the Society? Tweet at us at A underscore R underscore Society to, or find us all on Twitter. Uh, Cole, what's your Twitter? At Kaiser underscore Watson. And, and remember, use that hashtag, found your titty. <laughs> and Preston? Uh, at Preston Doza, spelt Z-S-A. And Remington? At Remington Joseph. And I'm at Lisa Awesome with no E's. You can also leave a comment at CG Magazine at cgmagonline.com. Want more from CG Magazine and Pixels and Ink? Follow us on Twitter at CG Mag Online, Facebook at CG Magazine, Instagram at CG Magazine, and on YouTube at CG Magazine. Basically, just search up CG Magazine. You will, you will find us. Um, or Canadian Greyhound Magazine used to be at the top, but... We beat them now. Push that brand. Uh-huh. Push that brand. <laughs> and everyone here from the and from everyone here at the Anime Research Society, happy researching.